Welcome to One, where we'll learn about the one body of Christ, one story at a time. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of One, where we learn about this one body of Christ, one story at a time. And you're in for a treat today as we get the opportunity to get to know Mari Harris. Uh, Mari is just a delight, and uh, just uh, uh, every uh, Sunday uh, at North Park, you know, I always look forward just to seeing your smiling face, Mari. It's just a, a highlight for me. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. And I, I just want to thank you off the top that uh, in the midst of the business of life, because you started a new job this week, and in the midst of starting a new job, you're willing to you know, do all of this and be on this video podcast. So double thank you. You're so welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> well, uh, Mari, um, just kind of for folks to get to know you a little bit, maybe tell us a little bit uh, about your family. Okay. So I've been married to my husband, Greg, for 33 years, um, and that's wow. a long time. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah, so we've been together a total of 35 years. Uh, we have, yeah, yeah, we that have so three. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Three children, um, two girls and a boy. My oldest, she lives in Virginia with her husband. Um, she works as an executive director for a chain of daycare. Um, my son, <laughs> so it's a joke in our family because he's in the army. So he lives in Hawaii with his wife and two children. But my husband spent 26 years in the Marine so, You know, it's still that rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the army and and marines yes, yes. oh that's fun <laughs> yes that's and then fun. our youngest um she lives at home with us destiny no children no husband no plans on i'm i'm glad <laughs> in time all in due time Yes, yes. Um, and so after my husband did 26 years in the Marine Corps, he was 44 when he retired. And he said um, he was too young to just do nothing. So I we were planning on going back to Japan because we um, back here to the United States. And while I was putting it, I was going to teach. Uh, my goal was to teach for the Department of Defense. And so he was, you know, sitting around and I, I, he was coming up on retirement. And so I said, well, why don't you join LAPD? <laughs> He's like, what? And I was, my plan was just to give him something to do to <laughs> occupy his time. Wow. <laughs> but it didn't work out that way. Um, they wanted to hire him before he even retired. And so that was hard for me. Um, because this was like, I was looking forward to him retiring after two years. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, finally, I get to do something for myself. I get to start my career because I had been traveling with him, you know, throughout his 26 years. And it didn't work out that way. <laughs> it was best laid plans, right? The kind of like, yeah, all laid out. And right, right. Change. <laughs> so, and. But um, he's got 14 more years for his second retirement. So That's I'm looking incredible. forward to that. I am. I'm really looking forward to that. That's incredible. And so for, for you guys, you, you lived in Japan, right? Mm -hmm. How long did you live there? We lived there for four years. Okay. Uh, yeah, we lived 
there for four years. We had been in California for about 13 years, you know, up and down the coast to Marine Corps, Camp Pendleton. Mm. Uh, We had gone to Vallejo for some time and then he would be the one to go off to war because, you know, Marines, he was a grunt, which is on the front line. So he would go off to war. I'd be at home with the kids. Um, And then we ended up transferring um, to Hawaii. (laughs) So we went to Hawaii. Yeah. And then 9-11 happened. So that brought us to North Carolina. Uh, We were there for about four years. So I I really, I don't want to use the, I did not like North Carolina. That Mm -hmm. was my first time ever experiencing racism was in North Carolina. Really? And, um, but then after that, he came home one day and he goes, you know, they need me here for four more years. And I was like, I can't, I, I really can't do that. And so he said, he came back and he goes, how about going to Japan? I'm going, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we went to Japan and we were able to, um, because the Marine Corps, with, when you travel with your family, they'll give you three years. But we okay. were able to extend it for one year so my son could graduate from high school. Boy, you guys have been all over the place. That is incredible. Have we have, <laughs> we have. Now, so, um, so I want to talk about uh, a number of those things that you just brought up or, or fascinating to pull the thread on. But what was your favorite place to live? My favorite place was Okinawa. That was mm. like my favorite place. Why? Um, it, Okinawa, you know. The Japanese are very, very nice. Even when they tell you no, it's always, I'm so sorry, so sorry. Um, <laughs> it was one of the safest places that we lived. We, I had to actually learn to lock my doors when I came back to the United States. So that was just, you know, no one bothered you. Um, you know, even though we lived on base, I used to run. <laughs> I used to run. So I would get up in the morning at 2.50 every morning and run outside. And so when I came back here, you know, my husband's like, you can't do that. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> no more 2.50 runs. Yeah. No no more 2.50 yes. in the morning. The only, yeah, bad idea. the only thing I was worried about was the feral cats out there. It's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the snakes, of course. But um, Japan, Okinawa was my favorite, all-time favorite. And my second would have been Hawaii. Well, that's, I was kind of wondering, you know, where Hawaii falls in it. So that says a lot about Okinawa, if it beat out Hawaii. That's pretty awesome. Big time. <laughs> yes, Big time. yes. Man, and so now for you, your background, um, you would mentioned that you uh, thought about working for the Department of Defense uh, at, at one point. Now, what's your training? What's your background uh, uh, education-wise? In, in so I have career? a dual master's. Okay. Um, and, and I was able to, I got my degree, I think, um, while my children were growing up and while Greg was deployed. So he deployed, he would leave like every 18 months for six to seven months at a time. So it wow. was, you know, I was home raising the kids. So I did a lot of my... Um, practically all my education online. Uh, So I have a master's in education. And then when I came back to the United States, I got a master's in human services. So my goal was to teach. (laughs) It was like, that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to teach a kinder to first grade and that's it. Cause Mm. I felt like 
after first grade, they kind of start getting that little attitude and start those <laughs> clicks. So, you know, when you're in kindergarten, you think I'm the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> so, That's so true. So, yeah. But I fell in love um, with children while we were in Japan and probably even before that because his travels and our, you know, many places that we had to move. Uh, I ended up opening an in-home daycare. And so I just, it was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. But that didn't happen. And so I just had to, you know, I think I, at one point I kept our garage filled with things that I was going to fill my classroom with. And so, yeah, but um, when it came time to renew my license, I had, nothing I had no experience to you know like classes you know mm. I had nothing because I wasn't working in the education so right. I, then I was like okay I have to let that go I have to let that go so I ended up donating everything that I had to uh, missionaries that were going back to the Philippines so I just yeah I, I did that <laughs> so. that's awesome so that was back in uh, Okinawa no, that was here. here that was when here. We came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now you say you donated it to missionaries. So part of this, you know, a big part of this, right, is your spiritual journey. And boy, I mean, look at, you know, 30, you know, some odd years of marriage and three kids and mm-hmm. many moves. Yes. And, you know, you already mentioned, you know, sort of, you know, you, you thought one thing is going to happen, right, both with Greg and mm-hmm. then also, right, with career and, and things didn't turn out quite that way, right? In different ways. So, in, in the midst of all that, uh, is is your spiritual journey. So, uh, kind of now weave that in. Like, tell us about when did you come in faith in Christ, and and just kind of a, a summary there of, of you know, when did your walk with Jesus become something significant for you? So I've always grown up, I grew up in the church. I grew up in the church of God. Um, and it was like, you know, the a, a church that was filled with a lot of rules, like, you know, do's and don'ts. And so I kind of had this, like, concept, this foundation. And I really uh, thank my parents for that, like, my belief in God. But it was something about the rules and regulations that I always questioned. And I, I don't know why I always questioned them, but I did. Um, and I remember when I uh, moved out of my parents' house and I had gone to um, college uh, prior to marrying Greg, I, you know, I had started going. I When I moved, I moved to Ohio. And when they sent me to Ohio, it was to another church that was affiliated with them. Um, that I was going to, I lived in the parsonage for a little bit. And um, then I I just felt like it, there's more. I, I felt like in my heart there was more. So I kind of left that behind. But I, I still had that foundation, okay. you know, in me, you know, that need to know more. I ended up getting married. And I, 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 was, I always laugh because I said, I'll never marry anyone from the church of God ever. I didn't. But <laughs> so... It wasn't, you know, traveling with the kids. I always looked for a church, like something that just kind of hit me. And all throughout our travel, I remember in Japan, I couldn't find the church. And my son Mm. said to me, he goes, Mom, just find a church. And when you find it, let us know, then we'll go. (laughs) And (laughs) so 
when I came back in two, when we got back in 2010, um, it was just like, I had to, it was just something like I had to make this connection. I had to find mm -hmm. the church. And so I started going to Hope Chapel in Temecula. So, um, and that, that was really good. And I found, uh, women's ministry and I really connected mm -hmm. and then we moved again because he joined LAPD so that was like finding a church and I had prayed like God please mm -hmm. find I need a church I really need a church I need that foundation so I was kind of like at home by myself you know reading the Bible making sure I prayed and then I prayed, like, God, I just need a women's ministry. And I remember I had looked in Santa Clarita because by that time we had moved here. And I was looking and I had gone to a couple of churches. It's like, no, no. And then I, I don't know how I came upon North Park. I literally was Googling. And hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Shannon, they had a women's um, Bible study that was going to start. And it was $21. I can't remember the name of it, but I brought my $21. It's like, no matter what, I'm joining this Bible study because it was the first one I found. And it was in January, almost, four, I think, four years. Four years, four years I've ago. been okay. in North Park. And ever since then, it's like, yep, this is where I belong. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. And it's that, it's that connection, right, with those other ladies that was so significant it was. It was. I really needed that connection. And, and I was just like, you know, this is something that's really, really important to me. Now, um, for for you uh, in, in the women's Bible studies, um, you've got that time together and that time, you know, um, studying the Word and that time in prayer. And uh, as you've spent that time together with ladies, I don't know, kind of, kind of, what has that meant to you? What, how has that impacted your walk with Jesus? It's like, um, it has strengthened me um, because they are such an awesome group of women that offer you support. Like I have gone through a lot this year, a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I worked for Silverado, a senior living and, uh, March, April, we got COVID in our community. So that was really, really hard for me. Um, we, I, because I have underlying, I was really, prior to COVID hitting, I, you know, I was really close to a lot of, of the residents there, a lot, because my job was to plan the activities for them. So once COVID hit, we couldn't do any activities I had five members on my team, three of those team members just quit. They were just like, you know, and a lot of people were quitting. Wow. And I felt that I couldn't quit. I couldn't abandon them at the time. But then people started dying. Uh, the residents started dying. And I, that hit me so hard. And if it wasn't for the ladies, and I'm going to cry. I'm so sorry. It's but okay. if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for the support that they gave me, like they prayed for me when I, I'm so sorry that I'm crying. Don't apologize. They prayed for me when I felt like I was breaking, um, like I was like on the verge of losing it. And it was just like, I remember sending Jennifer um, an email, like I'm losing it. Like I'm on the verge of really losing mm -hmm. it here. I, I need help. And her and Kristen, oh my gosh, they have just been 
awesome. I am just so lucky. And I told them, I said, I'm really lucky that you ladies are in my life, you know, because I have a place that I can come. And and when I'm really feeling like I can't hold on anymore, you guys are like my saving grace, you know? So they're like the, my prayer warriors. And I know that if I reach out to them for prayer, they're there, they're there as well as the other ladies in the group as well. But those two, you know, I was just like, I, I feel like I'm breaking and they were there. And it's just like, you know, when they pray for you, you know how it says when two or more come together, you can just feel, you feel the power of love that they actually have for me and how they just embrace me. And if it wasn't for our women's ministry, Mm. I think I, I, yeah, (laughs) I'm so sorry I'm crying. Well, I just so appreciate you sharing that with everyone because you know, I remember when that happened for you and, and you know, we talked over Zoom mm-hmm. and just how devastated you were because there had been uh, so many deaths. I mean, I forget the number, but it was it was extraordinary. It was devastating. Yeah, it was like uh, 20 people had died and it was just, it was back to back. And I think that's where it was just that I remember there was this one resident and I would always hug her. And I think I told you, I would always hug her. Um, she hated that other people would be around me and, you know, she'd like your mind and she was getting sick and I could see that she was getting sick and she wanted to hug me and Mm. I couldn't hug her. And then they moved her, um, back to the isolation area Mm. and she ended up dying. And I felt really guilty about not being able to hug her, but I, I was just, it was really hard because I had my family here quit. You need to quit. <laughs> I was, sure. you know, you're, you're working. And I, I just felt like time that I couldn't leave, you know, but and I, and then I had to think to myself, you know, after I talked to you and after I talked to them that, you know, I, I'm being really selfish <laughs> by wanting to hold on to them, you know, but and I, I didn't realize, I think, how much they came to mean to me until, you know, they died. And, and I understood one half of me was like, you know, they're no longer suffering um, either mentally because, you know, they all had Alzheimer's or dementia and mm. nor physically. And so this is, you know, it, it's time I can't. No one's here forever. So this year had 2020. <laughs> yeah, 2020, really right? It's been, mm-hmm. and it was then brutal. It, it was brutal because then in, um, on Thanksgiving Day, I lost my brother. So right. that was really hard for me um, because he wasn't a Christian. So that mm-hmm. was really devastating to me. But um, I'm, I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make it, I hope. I know I asked you one time, I said, I don't understand why this is happening to me. And you told me, and I, I remember that, that you said, you know, I, I don't know what God has in store for me for, you know, future. And this is just something that I've learned. So I'm just like, you know, you're right. You're right. And he's there with I don't us know if it. you know that you've helped me a lot in some things, like even from the pulpit. <laughs> Some things you've said, and I'm like, okay, I'm convicted. <laughs> oh, praise God. Well, that's, you know, that's just the, that's God doing that, and that's his word, and then, you know, praise God, that can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I remember, you know, when we talked back, you know, in the spring and you're going through that just really significant stuff, you know, of loving on these people. And, mm-hmm. and I was just struck, Mari, how you viewed that with, with your whole heart. I mean, it wasn't a job to you. It, it was a ministry. It and you was. were so deeply impacted by it because you were just you were living out your faith in just such significant ways that you know this wasn't a clock in you know clock out thing i mean you were all in with your whole heart loving each one of these and mm-hmm. so you know they had become part of your life and you know you had opened your heart to them and and yeah you know that that's I was, you know wanted to share that with you because that's what I so saw was that you were taking your faith uh, into the that workplace into that you know uh, in-home residential setting mm-hmm. and and that's what you were I mean you were you know like being used by God you were the hands and feet of Jesus in that place <laughs> yes and I you know I think that I didn't realize just how much of an impact I made um, on them or how much they had on me mm-hmm. until I started losing them until, you know, they started dying. And, and you know, I, I would remember some of them, um, you know, the residents, they would say to me when you know, she was like, I, I don't believe in God. And it's like, how can you not believe in God? Look at us, you know, I believe in God. And, and so, you know, even though, Sometimes they might not have understood, you know, what I was saying or even remembered. Mm-hmm. It was just like, thank God, I, you know, I, how can you say that? And, and so, you know, and they're like, well, <laughs> so, you know, it was just, even with the, um, the staff, they knew, they knew that my faith in, you know, God and, and yeah. how, um, a lot of times the caregivers would say, but you're not like them. And and that is just like, no, I'm not. And you're right. You know, I, I have, I feel like I have a standard to live. If I'm professing salvation, then I need to live up to that. Mm. And, and so that was really important to me and as it is still today. Well, I, I just, I'm convinced, you know, the guy had you there for significant purposes that, you know, you mm-hmm. get sort of glimpses of that in the lives of those um, residents there. But I'm sure that there are ways that God has used you there that you'll find out down the road or, or maybe, you know, uh, some point, you know, uh, when we come to meet the Lord of ways that, you know, the Lord had you there for staff people, for mm-hmm. family members, right? That as you lived out your faith and you love those people and you love them with the love of Jesus, that it, it's going to be used by the Lord uh, in significant ways. Right. And uh, so, uh, you know, I'm so glad that you got to share that with us because I think it's just a beautiful picture, Maury, of, you know, when, when, when we give our heart to Jesus, like then he, he's taking us into the world. Uh, and every single Christian really is a missionary mm-hmm. that we take that light of Jesus, that light of Christ into every single place he takes us. Yes. <laughs> And that's that's what you did. Even in the midst of that pain and that suffering, you were a light in that place. And you know what also struck me too was um, uh, at that point when the women's Bible study was so significant to you, you guys were meeting via Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And we were. 
and you were um, uh, doing the, I think the the Tuesday evening Bible study because you were you know mm-hmm. working all day, and so you know just how awesome is that that you were connecting with these women uh, in the evening via Zoom, and just how significant their love and prayer for you, even electronically. Like that's yes. the thing I think, you know, for people to understand like, oh, you know, we're not meeting together. You know, the church isn't happening. No, that's so wrong. Like, like your story is such a beautiful example. Yes, church is happening. Mm-hmm. Ministry is happening in such significant ways. It right? is. It in is. such significant ways. It really is. I, you know, when we had to stop going to church, I was like, oh, my gosh, oh my gosh. And then Zoom and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I can look at church, you know, online mm-hmm. and now we can go meet in a tent. But it was, you know, I still had that connection. And, and even though mm-hmm. we're not like face to face and I'm not able to hug them or, you know, cry in their arms, I still felt the same way. You know, I could just turn on my camera and just, you know, actually pour my heart out to them. And they really, truly care. They're, you know, true women of God. And, and I just, I uh, just appreciate them. I, I just, if I, I think they were the ones that, you know, just helped me get through what I was going through. Well, that's and a, I just appreciate that. Well, it's a beautiful example. They really have the body supposed to function, mm-hmm. you know, that the God of all comfort, uh, who comforts us, right? Yes. Uh, in our afflictions. And then when the opportunity arises, then we can give that same comfort to others that God has given us. Right. And, you know, that's that's the way the body's supposed to operate. That's the way mm-hmm. it works, mm-hmm. you know. And in the midst of just the craziness of life, and invariably we all go through struggles, just how significant it is when we've got that group of people around us that can be there, that we can encourage and support, and they can encourage and support us. We can be in the Word together and praying. Like, it's a game changer for life, right? I mean, it's a total game changer. It can is. you imagine it going really through the stuff without that? It's so true. And the ministers, too. Um, you guys prayed for me, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate that, you know, just to know that someone is praying. Like, even though we're not, you know, you don't see me all the time except on Sundays, just, you know, when Kristen said, you know, I let them know. And, and I was just like, thank you. Thank you so much. And and I think I, I sent you an email, just thank them so much for praying. You know how you always say, if you need a minister to pray for you or the request, it's just, I, I truly can say that I found my church home and I am mm-hmm. really, really excited to be at North Park. Oh, well, that, that just warms my heart because, you know, I, I mean, I love our body. I love our church. I think it's just God has brought together a lot of people who are, um, you know, the real deal mm-hmm. and diverse. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of it, right? It's in that diversity that, that God does something special, you know. Who wants to be around a lot of people just like me? Ugh. You know, it's great when yeah. there's all <laughs> the diversity, man. That, that's when it's good, you know. That's when it's, yes. it's fun and rich and exciting, you know. <laughs> And so it, it thrills my heart to hear you, you know, having that experience as well. Because uh, I, I still remember, like the first time uh, you you came to church, and you know, you always sat you, when we were when you inside. Because <laughs> I'm looking out in the sanctuary, they're on the left side, you know, and and just just beautiful smile, and you know, and Thank getting you. to know you over these years uh, mm-hmm. is is just a delight. And 
in our remaining time together, you know, I think of all these things you'd shared already, like which threads to pull, and and a couple of them come out to me. Um, one is, as you've made a lot of these transitions, um, the the difference for you in making a transition to a new uh, city and a, and a new job, new places, new things for your for your family, what that was like when you didn't have a church home, like you get there, you know, and you didn't, versus a transition to a new place when you know, you sort of stuck it out and, and mm-hmm. like, you know, finding a church can be hard and, you know, and, and getting used to the people in church can, you know, maybe kind of be hard. It takes a while, it takes months, you know, but maybe just kind of reflect the difference between those two experiences of, you know, transition someplace and, you know, not being a part of church and transition someplace and having that, that, that church body, like, it was hard. Um, I, I know when we were stationed in North Carolina, I ended up going to a Southern Baptist. And um, it was, I, at the time, Greg was, um, he had gone to Iraq for the first time. And so uh, the kids, you know, I had to, we had bought a home and he left. And so I was left there. But um, even though it was a Southern Baptist, they still embodied some of the, I I don't want to say rules, but some of the, you know, the beliefs that I had grew up in. So yeah. it's, it's totally different from a non-denominational Christian church, you know, yeah. but um, I think when I started going there and it, it was kind of weird because we were the only African-American family in the church. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, but um, my son, his teacher at the time, her husband was the pastor. And so they invited us and that's how I started going. But um, they kind of, it was really good because they understood that Greg was gone. And so they Mm. kind of, you know, just embraced us as a family, you know, and, and, and that was really good for me, but you're right. Finding a church, it was hard. It was really hard. And and so I think, a lot, and being at home, trying to do church on your own, <laughs> that doesn't, yeah. It'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, right, so it's like, just don't do it, right? Find a church. Right, right, <laughs> right. I remember having little Bible studies with the kids as they were growing up in the living room. And, you know, I'm reading the Bible to them and, and trying to, you know, minister to them and lead them in the right direction, but truly need the church. (laughs) Need the church. Yeah. And, and it's a hard thing. I think, you know, we've done that. My wife and I have moved a ton of times. Um, I forget the count, but it's, it's like you, I mean, it's, it's crazy, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, for us, we've been married a few years less than you guys, but it's like 17 times or something. I mean, it's, it's an insane number to go back and count. And the, you know, when you go to someplace new, and you find, you know, trying to find a church that you go, okay, like solid, you know, biblically, mm-hmm. the preaching word. And then you go there. It's still like you, 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 you kind of got to put yourself out there, you know, and, and it just, it just takes time. It, it even does. if it's a great church, even if it's great people, right? It like, I think two things. One is like, look, it's probably going to take a year. Mm-hmm. And the best thing you can do is be a part of a smaller group. Like well, you right. can eat it. be a part of a women's ministry where you get in those smaller groups or be mm-hmm. a part of a small group or a discipleship group. Like right. make the, those things make a big church, even a medium or small church, smaller. Like it, it makes a transition like a 
thousand times better. It does. It does. And I, I remember, um, I think the first, very first time we had, they had the kitchen conversations mm. and I was just like, I just go, Shannon, I'll, I'll do it. I'll host it at my house. And that was just when I just started coming. Yes. Oh, you blew me away with that. I totally remember. <laughs> yeah. You had been here for like just a few weeks. And, and this was these new the kitchen conversation, which for folks who don't know, so this is a women's ministry thing. And they're like, okay, uh, we're going to on one night be in like three different homes. We're mm-hmm. going to break them in smaller groups, right? Different ladies, you know, in each of the three homes. And uh, just like a casual get together, right? Right. And you're like new and you're like us. <laughs> and you were like, oh, come. You're like, I'll host it. I remember we're in staff meeting. We're all kind of like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well done. And so when you did that, um, which is just phenomenal, uh, how did that help you become a part of North Park, become part of the church? It did. It did. I think that was like what I needed. It was just like a step out on faith. Um, because a lot of people don't know that I'm really shy. They, they don't see that. Okay. I truly am. <laughs> really? That's awesome. So it was just like, I'm going to do this. I, you know, I, I don't know anyone, but I'm going to do this. You know, I, and I did it. And I, I have just, <laughs> Wow, I'm I'm even more blown away. Which I hope you know. I'm so glad, so glad you'd say that because you know my assumption, and probably somebody anybody else would hear that and go, oh well, Maureen must be just like the Billy Graham, you know, kind of like extrovert, you know, like never yeah. met a stranger kind of. A, and you're like, no, actually, I'm more introverted and shy. Yes, like that's very so- very much so. <laughs> Wow. So when we went, would go to the Marine Corps balls, Greg would be networking. Of course, he knew everyone. And I would literally like freeze up. So I started bringing a friend with me. So I'd have someone to talk to. <laughs> wow. And, you know, when he had to go to events, um, my friend, I have a friend, she knows just how shy I really am. And I text her and, you know, or call her and say, I, I don't know what to say. I, I just, I, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> That's incredible. And here you are years later, right, going, you know what? I'm new to a church and uh, I'll host like this women's ministry kitchen mm-hmm. conversations in my house. Yeah. I'm going to invite a bunch of strangers <laughs> to my house that, and they know each other. Yes. And so I can get to know them. Man, oh, that yeah. is just tremendous, Mari. Like, what a great example of being like, you know what? I'm going to be all in. I'm, I'm going to put myself out there. I was. I think when I made the commitment and I found North Park, I was just like, I'm going to be committed to this church. Mm. I'm going to be all in. I'm going to, you know, make sure that it, because it was hard a little bit um, when I started with Silverado to make it to the Bible studies. Um, but I was some, the, there i'm just like i'm gonna get there i'm gonna a a couple of times i wasn't able to get off work in time but it was just like i told my boss we have women's bible study and i have to be there (laughs) i have to be there so you know that was really important and it was just like i'm making this commitment to north park 100 in and and love it i just i truly love where we are i love the commitment of the people everyone i i do well, Mari, we love you. And it's Thanks. just 
you know, a, a delight getting to know you and a privilege just being able to, you know, be a part of your journey, you know, mm -hmm. and I know there's been some significant, you know, events this year, but even in the midst of it, just watching you continue in the midst of the challenges and yeah. grief, just to keeping, keeping your eyes on the Lord and continuing to stay, you know, plugged into the body, continuing to be plugged into, you know, women's ministry and, and just loving Jesus. And so just thank you for letting us and let me be a part of that with you and continue to get to know you. And uh, I'm excited to see how God's going to continue to use you here in North Park and in this new job uh, yes. that you've started and, mm -hmm. and here in Santa Clarita. So thank you for letting us be a part of it with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it, it's just been a delight. And you know, friends, uh, I, I hope that uh, this conversation with Mari has just shown you just the incredible ways that, you know, God uses uh, people uh, in sometimes the most challenging situations. But the thing that we can always count on is that the Lord is going to be there with us, uh, mm -hmm. that His Word is true, and that when we put ourselves out there and, and you know, dive in with a bunch of Christians in the messiness of life, uh, it's rich and it's like nourishing and and it's just so substantial and so good. And so my encouragement to you, I, I hope that that is your journey, uh, that you would be a part of North Park or some good Bible-believing church and, and really invest in those relationships and let, let yourself put yourself out there to get to know them, mm -hmm. let them get to know you. And like Mari, really, I think, experience the richness of life and growing together in Christ. So Mari, again, thank you for being on the podcast and sharing a bit of your story with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's our pleasure. And friends, it's good to have you again, and uh, look forward to having you next time when we together get to hear these one stories about this one body of Christ. So until we meet again, take care.